welcome to Franklin Covey's Be a Better Leader series. I'm your host, Lena Rinne. I serve as the Senior Vice President of Professional Services and Client Facilitation for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be a Better Leader, we're talking about how to amplify your organization's impact. At Franklin Covey, we help leaders develop the skills necessary to lead their teams to greatness. Many leaders have the technical skills that the role requires, but they lack the management and the motivational skills to lead others effectively. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to amplify your leadership impact with intentionality to create lasting behavior change. Like most others, your organization has probably been, probably been up against some really difficult circumstances in recent years. There's been this constant shuffle between remote and hybrid workforces, there's staffing shortages and recruiting, finding ways to keep your teams engaged. All of these challenges have been present like never before, and yet leaders are still expected to deliver exceptional results no matter what the circumstances are. So here with us today to talk about how leaders can continue to make the biggest impact in their organization is the president of Franklin Covey's enterprise division, Jen Colosimo. Jen, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Lena. I'm looking forward to the conversation. And for those of you who don't know, Jennifer Colosimo was also the podcast host for seasons one and two of Be a Better Leader. So it's nice to have you back in the hot seat, Jen. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to be the person being interviewed. <laughs> well, let's dive right in. So with all of these challenges that organizations and leaders are facing, how do leaders continue to deliver on the organizational goals? Lena, I've been thinking, and there's obviously so many things you can do, right? We know that. For our conversation today, I'm going to focus on three. Three, include, engage, and transform. Include, engage, and transform. If that's okay, that's the one, okay. that's what I'd like to cover. Although, of course, there's so many things you could be doing right now to adapt to the environment we're in. That's perfect, Jen. And then if it's okay, let's maybe take one at a time and we'll dive okay. in a little bit at each level. Yes. So let's start with include. So as you think about include, um, you, you're hearing this more in the more workplace more than ever, but managers, leaders are expected to have this whole separate set of skill sets. You talked about having technical skills and that's not enough. These skills unlock your technical skills and ab ability to get results. So when I'm talking about include, um, I'm thinking about what behaviors do you get all of the voices in your team? How do you get input? How do you get to hear? Are you building your skill set of listening to understand and not just listening to solve? A good example of this, uh, you know, we talk about inclusivity. I think about it as if I have someone who is quiet in the room, how do I get their opinions out, right? How do I assure I'm hearing from all the voices? If I'm in a hybrid work environment, how can I be sure that the people that are in the space together are not excluding those that are coming in via a mediated experience like this? How do we build inclusivity? It's one thing to have the diverse voices, but how do you make sure that you're in bringing in all of those voices, whether it's to capitalize on some opportunity you have or to address the challenges that you're facing? Yeah, you know, Jen, we've had a lot of focus on diversity at Franklin Covey, but just to your point that I think is so important is it is one thing to focus on diversity. It is a completely separate thing to say, how do we ensure that those voices are heard and that everyone 
feels included because I, I'm imagining everyone listening or watching can think of a leader that made them feel valued and included versus one that did not. And truth is, we show up differently to work. We bring a different version of ourselves if we enter a team that feels inclusive. So really so important. And safe and safe, right? That that things can be said and you won't be attacked. There's that psychological safety component. And I'm not saying that as a leader, you know, whether you like it or not, sometimes you need to make decisions that not everybody's happy about. But are you able to to stick with the voice? I think it's a it's it's easier to just go around telling people what to do. <laughs> it does not get the best result. In fact, it gets horrible results in terms of your retention, in terms of your ability to get what you want, uh, in terms of results, and, yes. and also just from an integrity standpoint, who you want to be as a leader. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Okay, let's hear about that second action, which is engage. Um, you know, as I think about engaging people, we talk about that we want people to say with full confidence, I'm a valued member. We just talked a lot about valued of a winning team. And that's where I'm kind of going to come in at the end, doing meaningful work in an environment of trust. And there is an interlocking Venn diagram, hopefully, between what your team members have talent and interest in and needs that you have, and perhaps some of their developmental opportunities link up to needs that you have. You know, are you looking at the best way for their behavior to link up with what you need as an organization? That's how you build growth mindset, is you challenge them, you talk about how they can build on what they've done in the past, and you match it up to something you need in the organization to get that real creative excitement versus what we all keep hearing about. Um, Quiet quitting is the latest. Yes, 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 really well said. And I, I think one of the points you're making that's sticking out for me is, you know, it's it's not as if we have to create development so that everyone on the team is working towards their next position, right? But, but it is, how do we unleash their passion, their talent to drive some of the outcomes that we're collectively looking for? I mean, it's really about knowing your people and unleashing them in a way. It is that they they feel safe saying to you, you know, I'm very interested in X. Here's what I've done from Y that might leverage that. But I would need either an on the job or a spaced learning or a coaching experience or, you know, and, and how do you keep them engaged? And to the point you're making, I'm not talking about that every single person gets, you know, a different job. But how do you yeah. engage them with where they are? That's right. That's right. And and you can see how that inclusion and the engagement, they really interplay and build on each other as well. So let's let's go to this next piece. It sounds like having the right tools really can go the extra mile when it comes to properly engaging. So share that last leadership action with us. So like I said, we've done inspire. We've talked about engage. Transform um, requires some effort, but you will get better results in terms of the outcomes if you've tied what individuals, what teams are doing to a larger goal, that winning piece. They see how what they're doing fits in. And of course, you want people who can uh, effectively manage their projects, who can execute on the highest priorities. That We have a bunch of processes around to help do that. That winning piece is so critical because if they're out there developing 
creating connections and, and hearing their voice, but it has nothing to do with what moves you forward as an organization, they're not going to feel that sense of, I accomplished something that really matters. Right. That's a big piece of it. I mean, we lean in when we feel like we're winning and I might be working really, really hard, but if it's not driving the outcomes that we collectively want, it can feel a bit meaningless almost. Yeah. And, and I think it requires a leader sometimes to help people say, I know you're doing this project. Do you see how that drives this outcome and even this company outcome? Help. Don't expect that. Well, they must see. They must yeah. see that they're yeah. working on yeah. that project and what it impacts. People yeah. may or may not. You may have a different picture of how it all fits in. So really working on here's our outcomes and here's how what you do matters. That's it. And sometimes it really is as simple. Leaders have a unique view of what's going on organizationally and with their team. So sometimes you just have to connect those dots for people. It's as simple as that. And you can help create connections, right? You may see places where you can clear the path across different parts of the organizations, or you can help cross-functional come together in a differential way. So I think Lena, these are my um, kind of highest and best. I know there's so much more we could talk about, but in the end, to me, it comes to how can you include, engage, and transform? That's it. Get people to work together and volunteer their best efforts. This has been so insightful. Jen, it is an honor to have you here today. And also, it's been an honor to work for you at Franklin Covey. You'd certainly model these behaviors yourself as a leader. So thank you. Thank you. Right back at you. By intentionally adopting and applying proven principles of human effectiveness, leaders will amplify their organization's impact and deliver exceptional results again and again. What actions can you take today to amplify leadership impact in your organization? Thanks for joining us today. For more helpful resources, visit us at franklincovey.com.